Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, my name is Adam Sandler, and welcome to So 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 Sandler's, the Sandman Movie Podcast. Agabagoo! Did you just fucking dab as well? <laughs> no, I didn't dab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sweat to God, you like cough and just went. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 I didn't dab. Oh. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to So 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 Sandlerus, the Sandman movie podcast, a podcast where we discuss the movies of famed circus clown Adam Sandler. My name is Kerry John Jones, and as always, I am joined by my dearest friend and co-host, Matt Wilstonholm. Happy to be back this week, guys. How are we all going? I know you're probably doing better than us since we had to watch this movie. Yeah. So, but there's there's some redeeming qualities here. I uh, so, so I don't mind this one. It, it, it's another week of a kind of a shitty movie, but it's not as bad as as what it was last week um <laughs> before we start a couple of good pieces of good news matt this morning we hit 80 individual listeners somehow <laughs> let's fucking go um thank you everybody for listening that's fucking amazing yeah 80 individual listeners over two episodes and i'll take that and we got a little fan through that. um last week's episode which was dan Povermeyer. Shout out to Dan Povermeyer yeah. for replying. <laughs> we, we, we put up a video online and then Dan Povermeyer replied to us. And we asked him if he was this uh, character in the background. And he basically ripped into us for being wrong. Even though we were right. Just didn't send him over the full clip. <laughs> but yeah, thank you Dan Povermeyer, co-creator of Phineas and Ferb, for <laughs> replying to one of our videos, I guess. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was. Didn't expect it. So yeah, no. take that, take that all day long. And I, I think we should start uh, pretty much straight away again because I was speaking to one of my friends this week, and he was like, "I started listening to the first episode, but it took you fifty fucking minutes to start talking about Adam Sandler." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we definitely went a bit too overboard on the first one. Oh, uh, but yeah, <laughs> should we just start? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's get into uh, let's get into Shakes the Clown, eh? <laughs> this week's movie is Shakes the Clown, as Matt just said. If you're looking for two-fisted action, I know karate. <laughs> well, I know the Vulcan nerve pinch. <laughs> high drama. Hey, wait a minute! You clowns are on dope. And forbidden romance. <laughs> You uh, might want to look somewhere else. What's your name? Shakes. Shakes the clown. Oh, my head! <laughs> You're not a funny clown. Okay, you blow that horn one more time. I'm gonna shove it right up here. Everybody loves the clown, so why don't I? <laughs> Mom, who's the naked clown in our bathroom? Your total disregard for the clown code of ethics. 
make your poor father Lippy turn over in his grave. <laughs> oh, and uh, shakes. Yeah. Take a bath, will you? Yeah. Oh, really scary. Guys like that, you know. You give clowns a bad name. When's the last time a film's made you feel this good, huh? You spit it out. No, I didn't. I saw you. No, it was yummy. Hubba hubba, Julie Brown. Leave me alone, milkman scum! Bobcat Goldflick Thwaite. Here I come! Ready enough! In the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies. Whew, what a morning. <laughs> Shakes the clown. Had enough? <laughs> Shakes the Clown is a 1991 American black comedy film directed and written by Bobcat Goldthwait, who performs the title role of Shakes. It also features Julie Brown, Blair Clark, Paul Dooley, Kathy Griffin, Tom Kenny, Adam Sandler, Scott Herriot, LaWanda Page and Jack Gallagher. Right, Matt, our very famous first segment is a segment we like to call curb that blurb so what i have done is i have gone to the internet to find a blurb for this movie and i want you to tell me if you would curb that blurb and by curb i mean if you don't like the plot line you take it outside outside make it bite the pavement and kick it in the back of the head if it is a good um synopsis we just let it go freely okay are you ready matt I'm ready. Mentally troubled comedian Arthur Fleck is disregarded and mistreated by society. He then embarks on a downward spiral of revolution and bloody cr- crime. This path brings him face to face with his alter ego, the Joker. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I was sat there thinking, wait a minute, Arthur Fleck? Where the fuck has this come from? He's uh, okay. off on the rails, he's off the rails. Oh, God, we snuck a Joker it, reference in there. Uh, fucking love it. This, this is basically crap Joker. It kind of, no, kind of, yeah. I mean, it ends in exactly the same way. Basic, Does it? yeah, murder on a TV <laughs> set. I was going to say, we have very different uh, <laughs> memories of how that film ended. Okay, yeah, no, proper one now. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Shakes plots around his duty duties as a party clown and uses all of his free time getting seriously drunk. Binky, another clown, wins a spot on a local kiddie show, which depresses Shakes even more, and his boss threatens to threatens him with unemployment if he can't get his act under control. When someone murders Shakes' boss and makes it look like Shakes did it, he goes undercover, posing as a hated mime, and tries to find information that will clear his name. Yeah, k- kinda. Yeah. Fucking curb stomp it. Yeah. <laughs> that that doesn't really give you much. It, that gives you the last what half hour. The the only bit of the only bit of this movie with some plot. The last half an hour. Yeah. So what? We're <laughs> gonna curb stomp that plot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. So Matt, what did you originally think of this film? Did you think it was okay or? Uh, this was the most, like, middling movie that we've watched so far. Like, I was probably a bit too harsh on Billy Madison that first week, <laughs> considering what the two movies we've watched after. But this is, like, nothing happened for an hour. No. Like, there was some good bits. There's some funny bits in this. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's actually some hilarious parts of this movie, but nothing happened for an hour. Yeah, completely agree. Um, and other people online have opinions as well. Um, famed... Critic Roger Ebert, who famously gives four stars instead of five, he gave this movie a two out of four. He says, The movie plays like a series of scene outlines, ideas for how the movie should progress, that needed more writing and revision before the actors were called in. And I think that's pretty much on par with what we're saying. It is just a series of scenes that just need work (laughs) until... Yeah, this movie could have benefited from being at least 20 minutes longer. Don't say that. (laughs) <laughs> I just mean some of the scenes would have been good if they were a bit more fleshed out and like yeah it was just kind of like you just threw something in there for like a minute that added nothing yeah I think this film could have done with a script rewrite before 
Oh, absolutely. Just some st- streamlining, especially on the start. And I've got a couple of user reviews here as well um, from Letterboxd. Radek Latro says, a less funny Joker 2019, half a star, which is where I got my uh, Joker idea from earlier. And then Corey Cochran gives it a five stars and says, almost 30 years since the release of Shakes the Clown still wears the crown as the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies. And apparently... Can't argue with that. Martin Scorsese is the one that attributed that accolade to this movie. He said this is the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies. And then... I can't think of another alcoholic (laughs) clown movie off the top of my head there, no. Joker. (laughs) Kinda. And then Kyle T gives this movie five stars as well. And he says, there's no way this movie deserves five stars, but fuck it. Yeah, all right, fuck them. Yeah. I like it. Which is fair enough. And so, Matt, <laughs> with these reviews from audiences and cricket critics, what do you think this movie got on the Splatometer and Rotten Tomatoes? Critics first, then the audience? Yeah, Crit- critics first. Crit- this kind of done well with critics. Like, definitely better than last week, but... Last week, thirty odd. Last week was zero, and this is forty-three percent of critics gave this film a positive review. And what about audience? Yeah, Yeah, all right. Audience, it's always usually higher, but not much (laughs) higher for this. Surely. Oh god, I'm gonna guess like fifty plus sixty. Forty-nine percent. Oh fucking hell! All right. So nice. Critics and audience tend to be on on the same. Same page when it comes to this movie. So, Matt, how do you want to do this? Do you want us to go through our notes like we've been doing, or do you just want me to read the plot from IMDb? <laughs> uh, my my notes in this are very few and far between because there's just not a lot to make notes on, so probably better if we go through the plot. Okay, I'll read from IMDb and just cut in when you want to, and yeah. we'll just add, add our own stuff. <laughs> Right, okay. In the fictional town of Palookasville, Shakes, played by Bobcat Goldsmith, is a good-natured but depressed alcoholic birthday clown. After his father dies, Shakes was driven by his father's friend, Owen Cheese, played by Paul Dooley, who gives Shakes his job as a clown and owns the local clown bar, the Twisted Balloon. Shakes is excited because he puts in an application to be the host of a children's clown show on television called Big Time Cartoon Circus, after its original host, Peppy paid by Sidney Lasky was fired apparently we don't see that in the movie yeah we do we see see it on um, do, no we see him we see his last oh, thing but do we see him applying oh no we, we see uh, Peppy's last show and then yeah and then one of the clowns in the bar is like that guy's gonna fuck his dog <laughs> <laughs> so I've got some trivia about that later on but that was one of the that was one of the wildest things about this movie just this random clown lady just <laughs> As soon as he goes off screen, he's going to fuck that dog. Like, what? Yeah. The fuck? So, at, at the Twisted Balloon, we're watching... Jesus. We're watching this last show of this clown, and we're introduced to um, Sandler and Blake's Clark character. Whoa, I think we've missed a very key part of this movie. Have I? I don't know. Yeah. The opening scene, he gets pissed on immediately. He's just... a passed out in this one night stand lady's bathroom and her kid walks in and takes a piss over him and just splatters everywhere and then as he leaves he fully james bonds it and he's like she's she asks him what's your name and he's like shakes shakes the clown iconic i i've i've got i've got plot punch here should we just go through those instead of imdb then (laughs) fucking hell Okay, sure. yeah. uh, movie up on a pretty run-down flat, dog eating leftover pizza, woman sleeping on the sofa, and a kid's taking a piss on a clown who's passed out in the bathroom. Unreal. <laughs> See? And, yeah, this one... It's pretty much the only bit of this movie I can remember. Yeah, this woman's one of the Brady Bunch. Like, she was in all the Brady Bunch TV shows, movies, and cartoons as a kid, and now she's reduced to a bit part of a one-night stand in a clown movie. <laughs> Lusting after a horrible clown. Yeah. And then Shakes tries to connect to the kids over magic trick, but the kid doesn't care. And then he realises that he's late to this um, birthday party, so he's got to rush off. And then Shakes goes to leave and hook up, asks, will she ever see him again? And that's the new one said, I'm Shakes, Shakes the clown. And then a cigar blows up in his face. Classic. And then, yeah, he goes to a par- the party. 
he fights with the gas station owner. He fights with his dad and he's like, I'm going to twist your head into a fucking balloon animal. <laughs> just turns up at the party and immediately, like, he's late as yeah. fuck and just assaults the dad. Uh, and then, yeah, then we change. We got a great, <laughs> we got a great scene at the gas station, though, of him putting his makeup yeah. on. And in fairness, it's actually some pretty fucking good clown It is makeup. good clown makeup. And then, yeah, in the gas station, he gets into the fight as well. So he gets into a fight twice in, like, five minutes. And then we change location to the Twisted Balloon and we're introduced to Sandler and um, who plays Dink and Blake Clark who plays Stenchy. If people don't know who Blake Clark is, he's the dad in Fifty First Dates and he's now Slinky Dog in Toy Story after the original Slinky Dog died. But he's in a lot of Sandler movies. Yeah, him and Sa- he's in quite a lot. Yeah, him and Sandler are pretty good friends. And then they talked about this clown retire on TV and say that Shakes has applied for the job and Shakes might get the job. And then they're like, oh, if Shakes goes on TV, we, we'll get a lot of babes. And then we cut to this other clown and she goes, everyone on TV got a lot of pussy. Weathermen get a lot of pussy. And then, oh, this other clown goes like, weathermen don't get, get the kind of pussy I get. I get peanut butter pussy. Brown, smooth, and easy to spread. <laughs> Incredible line. I really rated that, but <laughs> and then but back oh, back no. at the party, Shakes is just doing acrobats like Black Widow, and he's just doing a bunch of magic tricks and juggling tricks and. Yeah, I was gonna say he's at like considering he's just a complete degenerate in this movie. He was a pretty good fucking clown at that birthday party. Yeah. Oh, that was men. He was fantastic. That was sick as fuck. <laughs> uh, and then we're introduced to Shakes' girlfriend Judy, who has the most annoying voice in the world. Oh yeah, that was. I don't know if that's her actual no. voice though. I was gonna look this up, but I just couldn't be fucked. But I don't know. If, I was like, does she speak like this in every movie, or is that just? I don't know if that's put on. And her friend, uh, played by Kathy Griffin, and J- Judy's an aspiring professional bowler or something. And Kathy Griffin's character wants to be a chef. Something like that. Yeah. One of them is definitely a bowler. Yeah. Um, and they're just having a conversation about Shakespeare and an alcoholic and the problem that is causing in Judy and Shake's relationship. That's that's pretty much the only theme of this movie. Yeah, it's Shake's an alcoholic clown and he causes problems for everybody else. Pretty much. Um, I, I've just got as a plot note here the greasiest slice of pizza that's ever been seen. Yeah. It's fucking gross. And then I, I've got a note as well because they're back in a bar. And clowns in the bar watching Uncle Peppy's yeah. last show, waiting to see how the new, see who the new horse is. Peppy fucks dogs apparently. Then, yeah, that was that came out of nowhere. And then the new host is announced as Binky the clown, not Shakes. And Binky is played by Tom Kenny, and he's the Arthur Fleck of this movie. He's an absolute psychopath. <laughs> he genuinely is a psycho. In this. Yep. And then. Sandler's character, Dink, they're upset that they won't be on TV and they're worried that they'll never get laid, which is seems to be a common theme with early Sandler movies. Cause we had, yeah, it's just them trying to get laid. Yeah, we had him being sad last week that he doesn't get laid. And again, sad this week that he doesn't get laid. And then... Tune in next week for when Adam Sandler's <laughs> upset that he can't get laid in a movie. <laughs> And then Binky the evil clown is trying to flirt with Shake's girlfriend, but she's not interested because she's in love with Shake's. And then Binky's clown mates laugh at Binky for failing. And then Binky just smacks him in the nuts. He's like... Yeah, that was so weird. He does crotch shots both Yeah, he's like, put your hands up. And then he just (laughs) smacks him in the nuts. And then Stenchy, which is Blake Clark, is telling Sandler who's dink that he needs to be more confident with women and tells him to go to talk to Judy. So he goes up and just stands next to her and asks her the time. And then he waits there for like five minutes. Classic. Yeah. That doesn't get you in nothing, Will. Nope. Um, and then Shakes comes to the bar and then him and Judy are arguing about where Shakes was last night. And I think they end up breaking up. She's like... If you want to go and cheat and whatever, go do it. But don't make me look like an idiot whilst doing so. So I think they break up. For five minutes. Yeah. 
And then Shakes finds out that Binky's the new host of the show, and Shakes believes that part is his because Binky can't throw a pie straight, and it's a piece of shit. Proven later on in this movie. Yep. Not the pie throwing, but he definitely is a piece of shit. Then Binky and Shakes get into a fight, and Binky <laughs> henchmen stop it, and then one of them goes, the only show you can get is the unfunny diarrhea show. Class. <laughs> Classic joke on the power of where did you get that suit? The, the toilet store. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely unreal. Uh, <clears throat> and then Judy's. Fuck, there's not. Oh, fucking hell. This is tough. And Judy's walking home and. Sh- <laughs> Shake sneaks up on her. They continue their argument, but Judy has no interest. And then they break up. And then Shake throws himself in front of a milk truck to get Judy's attention. And then the guy in the milk truck decides to hit on Judy as well, so she just walks off. <laughs> she shouts the line at him, "Leave me alone, milkman scum!" Yep. Brilliant. I got that. That was that was a that was actually a highlight of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Can we also talk about this? That shakes the clown has like the superhuman ability to jump, like twenty feet in the air. I've written down here. Is Shake supernatural with the way that he jumps? Uh, question mark. And then Shake throws himself in front of a milk truck. Doesn't hurt. He's therefore supernatural. Yeah, he's got to be. Like, he's... Like, I'm not kidding. When he... Like, later on in the movie, he jumps, like, genuinely 20, 30 feet in the yeah. air. Just for no reason. He's Pennywise. He literally... Yeah, he might as well be. Uh, it's fucking crazy. Just for no reason, though. It's never explained. No one ever just says anything about it. And then, yeah, Shakes with his supernatural ability throws himself in front of a milk truck. And then Judy says that line, leave me alone, milkman scum. <laughs> Shakes is super depressed, so he's in the bar drinking all night long. And then next morning, Shakes wakes up with a phone call from Stenchy because he's late to a party or some event. Yeah. And then as Shakes is driving to the event, he gets pulled over by these two police officer character police officer characters these are the most irrelevant characters yeah well they try to pull him over but they crash Uh, yeah there's like a car chase going on and then yeah there's a car chase going on they (laughs) crash and shakes doesn't want to kill some ducks so he stops the car nice introduce it to mr cheese oh no he does get arrested apparently yeah at the station, we're introduced to Mr. Cheese, who's there to bail him out. So Mr. Cheese is the guy who adopted Shakes after his dad was killed. And then Mr. Cheese is upset because yeah. Shakes isn't following the clown code of ethics. And then we find out that Shakes' dad was a clown and that he was killed because an elephant was stomped on his head or something. Fuck, I don't remember any of this, but... Yeah. And then... Dink and Stenchy confront Shakes about his drinking problem and how effect, how it's affected his work. Shakes then pukes out of the back of the car and then opens a new beer. He offers a beer to Dink and Stenchy and then they also start drinking. So Dink and Stenchy are like, nice. Shakes, drinking in is ruining your life. We need to stop. You need to stop. It's ruining everything about you. And then they all just end up drinking together. And then we have a <laughs> massive montage of these guys. For a penny? <laughs> Yeah. of these three clowns driving around the city just getting up to different shit they go to a tailor's a clown tailor's and end up getting into a fight with him and then we're introduced to one of the main conflicts of the movie because they see some mimes god damn mimes yeah. they see some mimes in the park and <laughs> I did rate this for no reason they're clowns just fucking hate mimes and they just go and beat the shit out of them in the park yeah, <laughs> so Dink Stenchy and Shakes go to beat up these three mimes in the park, and one of the mimes likes, "You only pick on us because we're artists." So yeah, there's a big conflict between Shakes uh, between clowns and mimes in this movie, and where they stand on the level of art that they do. Oh. And then we're back in the bar. Mr. Cheats and Shakes are having a conversation about Shakes uh, drinking, and says. Um, if he doesn't stop drinking and causing all these problems, he will be fired. Um, then Shakes tells this information to Stenchy and Dinky, and Shakes tells him he will stop drinking and the job. Stenchy starts laughing, as Stenchy's never seen him sober. So yeah, Shakes is adamant that he's going to be sober for a while. 
and I think this lasts about wow. 10 minutes. Yeah, so Stenchy says Dink and him will help Shakes with his sobriety and accompany him to parties to make sure he never drinks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get thirty? Thirty. Ready to get thirty? Ready to get twenty? Twenty. Twenty. Ready to get twenty? Twenty. Ready to get fifteen? Fifteen. 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 Just fifteen bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. On his round, Shakes is having withdrawals and flashbacks to Judy being alone at home and at the bar. At his first sober party, Shakes is really struggling with being sober. A kid's in Shakes' face saying he isn't funny and blowing a horn in his face. And then Shakes goes up. Yeah, so he's he's having full <laughs> alcohol like withdrawals yeah. at this party. Like, actually, get Shakes is getting the shakes like proper, and he's sweating, and it's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> and he just wants to fucking kill everyone. And then he just absolutely necks a bottle of rum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Before neck in the rum, he's up in this kid's face, and he's saying like, "Kid, you don't understand how pathetic it is that your parents have to pay me to be here to be with you. Like, you've got no friends. I've got to pretend to be a friend for, for this party, and I've got to keep you entertained because nobody likes you." And this kid's like <laughs> nine, and then Stench and Dinky come in to grab the kids. Like, oh yeah, let's play hide and seek. Shakes you count, and then as Shakes is counting, he finds a bottle of rum and he just necks it uh the alcohol goes straight to shake's head and he just starts trash trashing the place he's breaking shit scaring kids and having a proper breakdown just absolutely loses his mind and starts smashing the whole house up yep out of nowhere just all right fuck them fuck all these people fuck you and your nice house and then (laughs) yeah he completely ruins the place and then the back of the bar and mr cheese fires shakes and then shakes threatens to kill Mr. Cheese. Yes. And now, the plot of the movie starts. <laughs> <laughs> this is genuinely like an hour in as well. Yep. We're, we're almost done with this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Shakes threatens to kill Mr. Cheese and then he passes out. And then some rodeo clowns come into the bathroom and start fighting with Binky's henchmates. And then Binky's having a breakdown because he knows that everybody thinks he's a piece of shit. So Binky's mates are in the bathroom. Rodeo clowns come in, start a fight, and then Binky's back in the main bar trying to talk to people. And people aren't interested, so Binky has a bit of a big breakdown. And then Mr. Cheese is going around the bar trying to find shakes so he can give him a second chance and apologise for overreacting earlier on. And then Mr. Cheese walks into these clowns in the bathroom, Binky, Binky's mates and the rodeo clowns sniff in cocaine. Yeah, probably. Yep. I think they're all doing blow. Yeah, they're, they're all, all doing, doing coke in the back room. And the, the way that clowns do blow is they tip it into their no, uh, red nose and then they stick their red nose on. 
instead of sniffing it. Brilliant. Um, yeah, and and Mr. Cheese comes in and he's like, "You clowns are on dope." And then yeah, and then Pinky just attacks him with a juggling club. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Just turns around with a fucking club and just beats him to death on the spot. Like, no questions asked. This movie just escalates completely. Yeah, so Mr. Cheese is now dead because Binky's killed him. And then the rodeo clowns try to leave. And Binky's like, you were here. You're, you're sniffing blow. You're part of the crime now. This is as much your fault as it is my fault. And then the rodeo clowns decide to help cover up the murder. And the plan is to place the blame on Shakes for killing Mr. Cheese by pretending that there's been a fight. And then Binky pretends to be Mr. Cheese and he calls the police saying that Shakes is trying to kill him. Yeah? And, yeah, the police come. Shakes wakes up just before we get there. The Shakes were playing Candyland in the car, apparently. And then <laughs> and then they're sent to the bar. And then, as they arrive, Shakes wakes up and realises what's going on and decides to do a runner. Shakes drives off a witch, and he crashes in. At which point? Oh, go on. Sorry. Yeah, no, go on. Go on, you go. No, I was just going to say we get his uh, superhuman abilities back at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> Jumps on basically to the top of a fucking building to get away from the police. And then after he does these leaps and bounds, he gets into his car and he crashes into the rodeo clown's car. And then they chase after him. And there's another car chase now. Yeah. Yep. Brilliant. Um, the rodeo clowns tried to run Shakes off the road and then they eventually run him off a cliff. And Shakes jumps out of the car as he tumbles down the hill and then it explodes. Shakes is maybe dead. We don't know. The rodeo clowns have left him there. Yeah. And, He's... and then Shakes is trying to make it back to Judy's house. And then he makes it back and then they're both worried about what's going to happen. So Shakes explains to Judy what's happened with Mr. Cheese. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm worried about you, Shakes. We need to sort something out. And then, and then Shakes decides to go as undercover as a mime. Yeah, no one would think to look for him as a mime. And then, then, and then we get the best part of this movie. Yeah, do you want to, do you want to <laughs> cover this? Sure. So we we get we get Shakes as a clown. Sorry, Shakes the clown as as a mime. So he's he's fucking hating life with his mime. So they stick him in mime school or a mime class because no one's gonna find him there. And then we're introduced to the head of the mime, mime class, and she, good old boy, fucking Robin Williams. <laughs> just easily the best part of this movie. We just get Robin Williams taking the absolute piss out of Shakes as a mime, getting him up to do all the um, like demonstrations and trying to sort everything out at the front of the class, and he's just fucking hating his life, and Robin Williams is just oh. a sight for sore eyes in this movie, let me fucking tell yeah. you. I, I don't understand why he was in this film. He must have. I don't know. He must either. have been friends with Bobcat Goldsworth, or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, gotta be. And then, yeah. So, oh, and Shakes, yeah, changes his name to Chuck, and then Robin Williams is just running him through these, like, pretend you're a cat. And he's just classic Robin Williams, just riffing and doing silly voices. And I'm guessing Binky is here that Shakes is missing or dead or whatever, because he goes to Judy's apartment to. Give her some flowers, and then he goes into great detail about how he killed Mr. Cheese <laughs> for no reason, yep. unpromptedly, just completely blurts out the truth, and then decides to murder Judy. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, so Binky then takes Judy, and then cut back to the mime class, and Robin Williams makes fun of clowns, and Shakes get really sad, so he can tell that Shakes isn't a mime and he's actually a clown. And then Robin Williams calls Shakes a rodeo clown and then it just clicks in Shakes' head that the rodeo clowns were at the bar at the night Mr. Cheese died. So it must have been the rodeo clowns who killed Mr. Cheese and then did a runner. And then, he, yeah, then Shakes tries to ring Judy but uh, to tell her what's going on, but there's no answer because Binky had previously kidnapped... Judy. And then... All this happens in the space of about 15 yeah. minutes as well. Like, 
this is blistering through pace, like, at the end of this movie. Like, they just tried to cram the whole movie in the last 30 minutes. They tried to cram the whole plot of the movie in, yeah, 25 minutes? That's all they did. They spent, four, they spent like, 45 minutes to an hour doing nothing. And, um, yeah, we cut to Stenchy and Dink walking down an alleyway. I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe Shakes is a murderer, blah, blah, blah. And then Shakes shows up, and they're dressed as a mime, and they're even more obsessed that Shakes is a mime than what they were when they thought he was a murderer. And then... Goddamn mimes. And then Stenchy and Dink don't believe Shakes at first. They think he's a murderer, and then Shakes asks about Judy, and Stenchy and Dink was like, oh, she didn't come to work. She's missing. And then the three of them are like, let's go find her. So they go to her apartment and it's trashed, and then they're like, it's the rodeo clowns, let's go to the rodeo bar. So they go to the rodeo bar, and <laughs> the bouncers are like, nah, you're not coming in, and they get into a fight there again. Um, and then they, then they see the clowns yeah, leave. Yeah, they see the truck. The rodeo clowns. And then they start yeah. chasing this truck. And then we cut to the studio, and Judy's tied up on Binky's set. And she's dressed as a clown. She's going to make a TV um, debut now as part of the knife-throwing trick. And then Shakes, Dinky, and Stenchy chase the rodeo clowns. Rodeo clowns are pointing guns at Shakes and um, Shakes and his friends. And then Shakes stops the guns by throwing a pie at them. Then the rodeo clowns crash the car. And then Shakes interrogates them to find out where Judy is. They have no idea who Judy is. And they tell Shakes that it was Binky who killed Mr. Cheese, not them. Yeah? Yeah. And then we just get a scene like two minutes later of the police turning up and arresting the rodeo clowns because they know it's not Binky <laughs> anymore. Or they know it's not it's not Shakes anymore. So because yeah. they've confessed to him, so they arrest these rodeo clowns and that's the last of the end. That's the last you see the police and the last you see the fucking them as yep. well. Uh, oh god. And so. then Shakes Dink and Stenchy then decide to go after Binky. Binky's for a show. Is it is a shit show and the kids don't care. Like, he can't get them invested at all. And then Shakes, Dinky and Stenchy arrive at the studio and they're met by Binky's henchmen. And then cut back to the yeah, live broadcast and Binky introduced Judy as a clown and she's going to be part of the throw a knife trick. And then I, I said he's probably going to murder her this way, probably. And then the henchmen are forcing Shakes, Dink, and Stenchy into the trunk of the car, and Shakes gets shot. But never mind, because it's, the classic. It's got his trusty old hip flask. Yeah, classic trope of something blocking a bullet comes into play. Talk about a shot of whiskey. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> great line. That's the line from the movie. That's. <laughs> actually, actually, fit the bill. I'll give him that one. Um, yeah, so he's saved by his hip flask. And then the three arrive at the studio and save Judy from knives being thrown by Binky. And Binky's complaining about how horny he is. Apparently he doesn't get laid. So maybe that's why he's doing all of this. And then the clowns start fighting and the kids are finally enjoying the show. And then we get the shot of the applause button going on and off, on and off. And as it goes, as it goes on and off, the kids are clapping and they're not clapping. Then they're clapping and they're not clapping. And I think that's probably the funniest part of the whole movie. <laughs> it's not got some great competition. <laughs> I've I got five things left. Uh, Binky is kicking the shit into shakes, <laughs> but professional bowler Judy saves him by bowling the ball into Binky's head. I rated that. They just get a vase, a ball-shaped vase, and the uh, yeah. the bowling ball yeah. actually does something in this movie. Oh, that Shakes and Judy make up. Binky is arrested, and then we just cut to Shakes being in an AA meeting, getting the help that he needs. Judy's friend is on TV as a chef, and then the final shot of the whole movie is Shakes, Stinky, Stench, and Robin Williams, the mime. They have their own show. The end. Nice. Fucking hell. Nothing happened in that film. What an absolute. Absolutely nothing. What an absolute nothing movie. <laughs> like it. It's weird because, like, last week it was, like, shit. Like, nothing happened, but it was, like, terribly bad. Whereas this, like, nothing happened, but this could have been all right. This could have been decent. Yeah. This, like, could have... This is just, like, missed opportunities. Like, this could have been a a semi-decent movie, but 
the big. There's just like too, there's too much and not enough at the same the, time. The first act was incredibly long, and then the third act was so short that they crammed everything in. But nothing happened in the third yeah. act anyway because they didn't have time to develop it. No, it was just everything's just done at a rapid pace in the end when it should have been more spread out. Well, yeah, I, I've watched this movie before and I sent you a picture the other day. I watched the last 15 minutes in 300% speed yeah. and I didn't miss anything. <laughs> there's nothing, yeah, there's nothing to miss. Like if you could, you could leave this movie for like 20 minutes, come back to it and like you could go and like make some food, come back, and you wouldn't have missed anything. No, but you at the same time you you would have missed three quarters of the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know it doesn't really make sense, but if you watch this, if you watch this movie, you'll understand. Oh, it was such a nothing movie, right, Matt? We do have some good trivia though. B- box office. What do you think the budget of this movie was after watching it? Ooh. It's definitely. I mean, it's a definitely. It's a much higher budget than last yeah. week. So I'm gonna say it's like a. It's at least like a few million dollars. One point four million dollar budget. Okay. How, I could see that. Yeah. How much move compared to two hundred thousand dollars and on a boat? <laughs> how much money do you think it made at the box office though? Oh, probably nothing. I can't <laughs> imagine this movie did well. <laughs> one hundred fifteen thousand. Dollars at Ooh, at the box 10% office. 10% returns. That is. That's bad. That's shocking. Yeah. So, but Matt, Ooh. move on to trivia before we. Uh... On the... So, we got some trivia from this. So, we've got. So, the song Binky and the Doormat by REM yeah. is named after uh, Binky from this movie. And, and the line. I'm not Binky the Clown, I could be Binky the Doormat. It, the movie says at one point, Binky yeah. the Doormat. Binky the Doormat, sorry, yeah, Binky the Doormat. And then, yeah, and then so there's also a sample from this movie is used in the song Interloper by Slipknot. And I was like, what the fuck? So I gave this a listen, and it's just a Slipknot song, and then halfway in the middle of the song, it's the fuck a dog line. And I was just like, fucking brilliant, of course it is. <laughs> Oh, fucking course it is. As soon as the camera's off, he's going to fuck that little dog. <laughs> it's so great. Well, fuck me. And, and then, obviously, we've got Tom Kenny in this movie. Yep. <laughs> Tom Kenny, Binky the Clown, main antagonist. Fucking SpongeBob SquarePants himself. <laughs> fucking big dog. Fucking, like, the gra- one of the greatest voice actors of all time, Tom Kenny. It's just... In this... Yeah. Nothing movie as, the as bad a clown that drinks beer from through a straw. <laughs> Fucking oh. hell! But yeah, Tom Kenny, SpongeBob SquarePants himself. Yeah, uh, what a fucking legend. There's a couple of big names in this movie. Er, early on, there is what Kathy Griffin. She's pretty big. Tom Kenny, obviously Saddam. Uh, Saddam, Adam Saddam. <laughs> <laughs> Yes! With a. S- <laughs> uh, Alright, that's it now. He's Saddam from now on. Adam Sandler, and then. <laughs> but. D- did you hear about this movie's premiere? No. Oh, so this movie premiered at a char- charity event. So all the money raised was going to some sort of charity. And uh, halfway through the movie. Like, 50% of the audience just stood up and walked out. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> like, we can't deal with this movie we're going. So they left. Fuck you know. Um, yeah, apart from that, I, I haven't got any, anything else. Do you? There's not really, no, like, fuck you know. Um, this movie was nominated for Worst Picture at the 1991 Stinker Bad Movies Award. But lost to nothing but trouble. What's nothing but trouble? Jesus, you've got me there. No, Let's have nothing a look. but trouble is a 1991 American black comedy horror film directed by Dan Aykroyd. Oh, that's oh, his first movie he ever directed. <laughs> what? Nice. Based on a story by his brother. No good. But... Stars Chevy Chase and Demi Moore. <laughs> what the fuck is this movie? And John Candy. 
What? Talk about Chevy Chase. I've been watching a lot of Community over the last two weeks. Oh, yeah? Have you seen it before? Or are no, you really first it? time. Oh, yeah. really? What do you think? I think it's season four was shit. Fair but enough. I love Community. It's so funny. It's very good. Um, yeah, and then last bit of trivia here. In an interview with Conan O'Brien, Goldthwait revealed that Martin Scorsese had defended the movie from... Um, detractors when the films when a film critic decides the movie in order to make a point and about good and bad movies Scorsese reveals I like Chase the Clown haven't you heard it's the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies so yeah Scorsese's a mm. fan but not me interesting I'm sorry I'm still looking at nothing but trouble and it says Tupac Shakur made his acting debut in this movie what the fuck maybe we should have done nothing but trouble this week we probably should have done nothing but trouble. Should, should we change this to a Dan Aykroyd uh, themed podcast? Just <laughs> <laughs> switch off between weeks. Uh, but yeah, this film's such a nothing movie. Right, moving on to our next uh, segment. Let me, let me get the scores up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I should have got this up. Uh, Earlier on in reality, oh well. Nah, we're all right. We're gonna uh, we're gonna flesh this out a little bit. We've been going for forty-five <laughs> minutes. It's a shorter one this week, guys, but that's we just had nothing to talk about. Oh, it's such a nothing film. Nothing happens all the way through. I promise this podcast content will get better in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I don't think it will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bear with us, guys. We'll get there. We'll get to something good eventually. Fucking Adam Sandler. Shakes the clown. So, Matt, our classic and well-known podcast rating system is our sandbags out of ten, and what kind of floods could those sandbags stop? So, Matt, what would how many sandbags out of ten would you give this movie? Bear in mind you give overboard, going overboard... Nothing last week. I feel bad. Because I've, I've, I've given Billy Madison a 3.5, which, yeah. in hindsight, <laughs> is maybe a bit too harsh. Because I want to give this something similar, but it's definitely not as good as Billy Madison. I'll give it a 2. 2? 2.2. 2.2. 2.2. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go something similar. I don't know if I can give it a two out of five, uh, two out of ten. Oh, sorry, Matt. What kind of flood could your two point two sandbag stop? The flood of cocaine going into these clowns' noses. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I'm gonna give this a one point nine four. I don't think it was redeeming at all. And you undercut me, son of a yeah, bitch. And my sandbags could stop the flood of beer that gets trapped in Binky's straw when you put your finger over the top of it and then pull it out of the glass <laughs> and then let it go. Fucking hell. Tom Kenny, I salute you there for drinking beer through a straw for probably more than one take. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's nothing to this film. Sorry, guys. There really isn't. Like, genuinely nothing happens. Like, it's... I've struggled to talk about this for 45 minutes. Uh, should we just end it? I feel like we should, but, like, fuck me. Uh, Alright. What have we got? Wait, what have we got coming up next week? Next week we've got Coneheads. Coneheads. Starring Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd podcast. There we go. It comes, there we fucking comes go. full circle. It's come full circle. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, so next week is Coneheads. Starring Dan Aykroyd, and I think it's another nothing movie. I, I don't know. I've I've actually heard of this movie before. I've heard of Coneheads, which is a star. Yeah, that's true. But a couple of weeks we got Happy Gilmore coming. We do we do have Happy Gilmore coming up, which might just save everything. Imagine we watched Happy Gilmore. And it was a nothing movie as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we trash Happy Gilmore, no one's ever going to listen ever again. Uh, no, I, I completely agree. <laughs> but yeah, next week is uh, Coneheads starring Dan Aykroyd and Adam Sandler. But yeah, let's just end it, Matt. 
Fucking. I'm done. Thanks everybody for listening this week. Uh, if you've made it this far, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's not very far to come, but there was, we did not talk about a lot this week. Uh, t- today's a short episode. Um, follow us on our social medias: Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at So Sandlerus Pod. Um, like and rate our podcast five stars on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, but let us know in the comments what you actually think. And if you want to get in contact with us, send us an email at sosandlerspod at gmail.com. Have I missed something? Peace out, everybody. Yeah, I don't think I have. Right, yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Jesus fucking Christ. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.